Thank you to Almighty God. Thank you to Lao Chen Ren, Chen Ren for their great merit. Thank you to Ong Lao Transmitting Master, to all the Transmitting Masters, Speakers, Senior Members, Fellow Tao Members who are here tonight. I am very thankful for the chance that has been given to me tonight so that we can all study together. Our topic for tonight is our heavenly mission in this existence and our heavenly mandate for this life. This topic has come from the records of Ming De Xinmin, Illustrious Virtue Training Course. Tonight's topic regarding our life's mission and mandate from heaven is truly the most important in our lives. For we should know where we came from, which means our true origin, and what we should do about the awareness of this truth. If we don't know where we originally came from, then we also wouldn't know where we are going. So this makes our heavenly mission very important, and we should have the true realization for this. This awareness is very important as we cultivate in Tao. We should be able to know the purpose of this physical body, why we possess this, as we exist in our lives on earth. As our spirits have arrived in this world, we should be able to know about our mission and our heavenly mandate. Our spirit came from heaven. Thus, it should be clear to us where our lives actually came from, what was the original source of our existence. Through this knowledge, we should be able to know that since heaven was our origin, then it means that heaven is also our true destination when we reach the end of our lives here on earth. As we know our heavenly mandate, we should also know what we need to do and how to improve our own selves. So, if up to now, we still don't know the true source of our existence, of our lives here on earth, we wouldn't know how to be a righteous person. We should know what that righteousness is the highest level that a human being can attain for his own self in this existence. Since all of us here have already received the great Tao through the Tao ceremony, when our holy teacher opened the portal door that awakened our wisdom to our true nature, our names were registered in heaven and deleted from hell or the underworld. Since that time, all our subsequent actions are being recorded in heaven and not in hell. This is not an easy attainment or accomplishment. So with this current reality that we have, we should be able to remember what our Tao patriarchs underwent. They endured extreme trials and personal sacrifices. They left their families and loved ones and sacrificed their very own lives so that the great Tao will, will be passed on to us and the golden thread will not be cut. Now, although we have received Tao, we are still in this world and we have this instrument, this human body or this physical flesh. Thus, if we are not able to cultivate Tao properly, we cannot go back to heaven. So again, we should do our best to cultivate properly as we have already received this great Tao blessing. Again, if we don't know where we came from, it will be impossible for us to go back to our true destination, our true home. 
So we should be able to study well and prepare well for this heavenly mission, this heavenly mandate. We should know how important this is for us. Now that we have already taken the form of a human being in this present life, this is an evidence in itself that we have cultivated in our past existence, in our past lifetimes. However, if in this lifetime we are not able to cultivate well and gain spiritual merits, our past sacrifices will come to nothing. All our previous sacrifices will be a great waste. Since now that we have this physical body, the advantage of this is that we can do and act with this body to gain spiritual merits. However, we should know that even as human beings, we still have our accumulated spiritual karma. With this awareness, we should be able to strive to do good deeds to gain spiritual merit to lessen our accumulated karmic debts. The spiritual karma is different for each one of us. All of us have led different lives for many lifetimes of existence, approximately 60,000 years. Because of, the, because of this, there are some people who were born to be rich, while some were born to be poor. Some have beautiful physical forms, while some have good standing in society. Thus, all of these situations have been caused by our individual karma. This is also called our own karmic effect, and we are either reaping the benefits of our good deeds or enduring the difficulties of our bad deeds in this present life. Some have been born into prosperous and influential families, while others have come from economically disadvantaged situations. Some even exert all efforts to progress economically, and they work so hard all of their days. However, they remain unable to achieve their financial goals. While for other people, since they were born, their lives have been very smooth right from birth. Some people had long lives, while others led short lives in their existence. These are all examples of the effects of our spiritual karma. With regard to our individual karma, we should be able to accept that we were the ones who brought them into our own lives. We are in, in fact our own life's director, scriptwriter, and lead character. But since we have already received Tao, we can change the current destiny of our present lives. So now, we should carefully study this present life that we have now. We should know that in this life, our heavenly mission is the true cause or the true root of our existence. If we will firmly decide to fix our individual lives, that is, if we will strive to live our lives properly, then we will have peaceful lives. There was a philosopher that once said that our life's mission are of three types, saint, mission, yin, or the feminine or negative energy. When we say heavenly decree, in Chinese, this is called Tianming. This is the heavenly mandate that came from heaven. The heavenly mandate, in simple terms, is our own personal assignment from heaven. Thus, we should be able to fulfill this heavenly mission that has been given to us. Of the three types, 
the saint means the one that has been decreed to us, that has been destined for us. Faith means our ability to fulfill our basic needs, such as food, clothing. We should understand that our current faith is the result of our spiritual karma. So what a person did in his past lifetimes, his present life is the result. Our current life situation is exactly that result. In layman's term, this means our lot in life. And this comes from our individual karma. But sin since we have already received Tao, we can fix our lives. We can change our lot in life. We are now empowered to change our faith. These unfavorable circumstances that are happening to us now, all of these were caused in our past lifetimes. Again, these are fruits of our own spiritual karma, what is really for us that we shall receive. Meanwhile, these old unfavorable habits that we have acquired, we should understand that they are the ones adding up to our spiritual karma. So when we continuously do these unfavorable habits, we will not be able to go back to heaven. If we will not be able to renounce these wicked habits, if we will not be able to change from our old ways, then we will continue to create spiritual karma in addition to those that we already have to pay. Because of this, we can observe that in the midst of our personal relationships, there may be problems or even hatred feelings that may arise towards others. Furthermore, these continuous wicked deeds that we are doing are lessening our lifespan or the number of years that we will live in this existence. When Judgment Day or our physical death comes, we have to pay for all these spiritual debts. We can never go free from our sins without just payment being rendered by us. However, if we will be able to correct these unfavorable habits and instead start to do good deeds, our lifespan will increase. Therefore, let us choose to do good deeds, doing them without expecting for heavenly rewards. We should persevere in doing good deeds without even thinking that we will get something out of them. Through this, through this our good deeds will follow nature's justice of positive karma and will eventually benefit us. When we do not think of personal rewards, then we can earn what is called true merits. To acquire them is also part of our heavenly mandate. So these things that are being taught to us, mandate, mission, and faith, in terms of our realization or understanding of their true meaning, should come from our true heart. Whatever the true nature of our heart is, that will be the direction of our spiritual destination. The saints and Buddhas do not possess physical bodies, so they do not violate the wrongful deeds inherent or natural to this body. This body of flesh that we have is always taking us towards hell. On the contrary, the heavenly mandate is taking us to heaven. So the most important in our study is for us to understand our heavenly mission. 
Our holy teacher said that if our hearts are full of goodness, then we will attain Buddhahood or sainthood. But if our hearts are full of wickedness, then we will go to the underworld or hell. The spiritual cultivators in the past, the only purpose for their coming back to this present life is to be able to receive the Tao blessing. These were cultivators who were not able to fulfill all the requirements of sainthood. Thus, they were not able to go back to heaven. So what was the result of these cultivators in the past with regard to their goals of spiritual victory? The result was failure, and the reason for this was that at that time, the era of widespread propagation of Tao has not arrived yet, or the White Yang era. In the old days, the Tao cultivator has to seek everywhere, in high and low places, travel far and wide, facing the dangers of nature and wildlife, to be able to find the master that can enlighten him and can give him the personal mantra or a part of the holy scripture or dharma that he can focus on in order to facilitate his enlightenment. Those cultivators did not have the affinity to meet with the holy teacher and to receive the true dharma or the great Tao that has come from heaven. So in the length of their cultivation, they couldn't understand where was the true way and how could they start in seeking this enlightenment, this achievement of perfection that came from heaven. Because they could not understand the heavenly portal, so they could not fathom where they would even start. As we realize this, we will come to understand how fortunate we are that we have been born in this specific era or period when the grace and mercy of Almighty God has sent the enlightened teacher and all the people who have good intentions now have this rare chance to receive Tao. Furthermore, it is not only that the heavenly portal was pointed to us, but we were also enlightened on how we should start with our cultivation that is how we should start with our true nature. Those successful cultivators in the past, what they cultivated was their true nature. In our present time, there is no difference with the process of cultivation. What we have to begin with is to find our true nature, where it has been pointed to us by our, by our holy teacher, so that we can start to cultivate our true nature. We should stop prioritizing this physical body. Through this, every person who is cultivating will understand his true nature, and he will be able to manifest this nature through his words and actions. This true nature has been given to us in the image of God. We have to understand this nature of our inner selves and the interaction of our inner selves with the things in our environment. We have to understand our true nature, our original purpose of coming into this existence in this world, and why we need to use this physical body. In the Chinese language, the words cheng xin or sincere heart, it means that through our Buddha nature, the true essence that has been given to us by God, we should be able to manifest His unconditional and limitless love for all, for all of creation. 
this nature has to be the one manifesting or visible in our lives. If we will be able to show this nature of sainthood in ourselves, this is what is truly meant by the statement that we have already justified our existence in this life. If we already if we have already been enlightened by the teaching that our holy teacher has led us, if we have been awakened by this, then it is also our responsibility to awaken those who have not yet been awakened. In this way, everyone will have the chance to be awakened to the purpose of our existence in this world. There's a Chinese saying that goes, that you know the reason for your existence, then you should act this out. You should be able to manifest this mission. Those two things cannot be separate from each other. If you know your mission, then you should be able to fulfill it. If there is no action after the knowledge, then there is no value in knowing it. However, if we will begin to take action, but we are still unaware of the reason for coming into this world, then the two things will not be aligned. So what we are doing is not aligned to the purpose of our coming into this world. Then we will not be able to achieve anything. Again, these two components should both be present and should be united in knowledge and in action. If we are able to understand this through our Tao studies, the reason for being in this world, but we are not able to fulfill this very purpose, then our existence in this physical body will lead us nowhere. To illustrate this, for example, there is a mine for minerals and precious metals that will give us the opportunity to enrich ourselves. However, when we went inside this mine, what we saw for ourselves was only mud, and there was no presence of precious metals. Because of this ignorance, we already went inside the mine, but we went out without getting anything. In the literature, The Doctrine of the Mean, it was mentioned what was nature and what was Tao. The explanation was that this mandate that came from heaven is the mandate that we have been given that we should fulfill. This is the reason why we are in this world. What we call mandate, that mandate is our true nature. The will of our true nature is to fulfill the true purpose of living in this existence. This is what we call the manifestations of Tao. We wish to say that we already know. If what we know is not about physical or material things, but if we have been awakened to our true nature, then that is the real proof that we know. But when we know this, but we are not doing anything about this knowledge, if we don't fulfill our purpose in this life, we will not achieve anything. The most enduring peace that we can achieve within ourselves is our spirit being able to go back to its true destination without needing to reincarnate into this world. This means that we will be able to go back to our origin, where we really came from, 
So whatever it is that we wish to transform into after this physical life, it is we ourselves who are responsible for this. We should ask ourselves, where is our direction and what is the true goal that we seek? Do the Buddhas serve as our example? Do the saints serve as our example? Whatever it is that serve as our models, as long as we are able to put this standard into concrete action, that is the exact result that we will achieve when our physical lives reach their end in this world. So if we wish to elevate our spirits towards the direction of heaven, or to go towards the direction of hell, we are the ones who are really deciding on that. There was a story of a certain Chinese man during the Ming Dynasty. He was able to meet an exceptional fortune teller. The fortune teller told him that he will have a position in government. During that time, the position in government in the past was not being ele elected by the people, but is achieved through an examination. The fortune teller told him when he, when he would attain this government position, when he would be prosperous, and when he would be promoted in his ranks. There were many things about his future that the fortune teller told him. He was also told of a high government position that he would have in a big province. He was told that in his old age he would not have children and the span of his life was destined to end at the age of 53 years old. So he remembered carefully all of those revelations that the fortune teller told him. In the course of his life, all the revelations of the fortune teller really, really happened. Because of this, he believed that all these circumstances have been destined for him in his life. Now, since everything that the fortune teller said came true, he didn't desire of anything of greater value for his life. He didn't plan of anything else. He just lived an easy-going life because everything that the fortune teller said came true. Then a time came when he was able to meet a monk who has been strictly cultivating. They had a conversation and because their conversation was so good, it lasted for three, three days and three nights. The monk told him that the reason people don't become successful in their lives was because their own personal desires get in the way of their inner selves. This is the reason that an ordinary person doesn't achieve success in his life. Then the monk said, What I noticed in the whole duration of our conversation was that you didn't have any dreams nor expectations for your life. Why is this so? It seems that you have already accepted everything in your life, that you no longer dream of anything else. Then the, man, then the man replied to the monk that everything that happened in his life, all his victories, were already foretold by a certain fortune teller. That meant for him that no matter what he did, no matter how much he exerted efforts, his lot in life was already determined. So what was there to desire further in life? With this, the monk answered him, 
In our conversation, I thought that you were a very highly esteemed person who cultivated very deeply. But now, because of everything you have said, I have determined that you are just an ordinary person. All our desire to change should come from our hearts, from within us. The start for change should come from there. If in these things we will start with our true nature, then we will be able to achieve everything. The true destiny of the person cannot be hindered by anything in this physical world. If we have a specific direction, that will not be hindered by our actions in this physical life. We should be able to give generosity to others, and that generosity is in giving kind actions to accumulate spiritual merit. The merit that is being described here is the merit that we shouldn't announce to others, as it is written in the Holy Bible, do not let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. This is true merit. If we will continue in our generosity to help others in the accumulation of our spiritual merits, there will come a time that our faith will eventually change towards the direction of a better life. So from that point on, the man became hardworking with regard to doing good for others, helping those in need, and doing good deeds that would benefit others. When he started to change towards this direction, all the things that happened in his life after that didn't follow the declarations of the fortune teller. Thus, he was able to have a better life. The fortune teller told him that even in his old age, he would never have a child, but he was able to have a child after some years passed. He was also told that at 53 years old, he would die. But at that time, he reached the age of 69 years old, and he was still strong as he con continued to do good deeds for others. His personal experience has been recorded in history books on how to change our own lives and establish our destiny in this world to serve as good examples to the succeeding generations. The person who has received Tao doesn't need a fortune teller to reveal his future life. Because if he has within himself the willingness to take part in the activities dedicated for Tao service, he will notice in himself that his life has already changed. Our families will change because of our propagation of Tao. There are many cases that people decide to change their name so that they can also change their destiny. But when we do this, if our mindset does not change, if within ourselves we do not change in our dealings with others, then our destiny will not also change. The saints told us that a true cultivator first sets his heart straight. Those who propagate the Tao, our intention should be wholehearted and sincere. What we refer to here is the status of our hearts. So, wherever direction it is that we wish to take our lives into, we should be able to change our mindset, to change our hearts. There is a story written in the book, Seven Saints, 
the most popular among the main characters in the Seven Saints was named Cho Chang Chun. His fate was that he was supposed to die through starvation. But because of his cultivation, he was able to be a good example in his life as a cultivator. Because his, his cause of death was determined to be due to starvation, true enough in his life, he was able to experience 72 times this state of deep hunger. The normal hunger experience he was not able to count because it was almost his normal life. But the extreme hunger experience was 72 times. Because a fortune teller told him that he would die of hunger. So when the time of hunger came, he already prepared himself to die. Then he was able to meet someone who gave him the message that a cultivator will be able to change his fate in life. So with this knowledge, he made all efforts to overcome his fate through the path of cultivation. Because he was doing his best in his own cultivation, even after 72 times of extreme hunger, he remained to be alive. So what he did was he continued in his cultivation. Through his way of cultivation, he was able to succeed in achieving the highest level of spiritual victory, which was sainthood. Through the illustrations that have been explained to us, we have now realized that our seed of existence has come from heaven. But in our physical birth in this world, we are the ones who have control of this. Our own hearts are the ones deciding where we will take our lives in this physical world. The result of our choice is getting to the aspired destination when our physical death comes. In our earnest desire to cultivate, we will be successful in getting rid of the bad habits that we acquired from the previous lifetimes that we had. Those bad attitudes, our addiction to intoxicants, gambling, and other bad habits, we can get rid of them and as a result, our lives in this world will change. We can attain spiritual victory. In our physical actions of doing good, we should have no attachment in our own good efforts. But in doing them, we should believe that these are the things that we ought to do. It's not about whoever it was who gave us the task to do those things, but doing good was a crucial part of our lives. Through this specific mindset, we are really gaining credit for our spiritual merit. If in our actions they are heartfelt and voluntary, without any desire or even personal motivations, and we just do them whenever we are given the chance to do good deeds for others, this behavior will give us true merits in our spiritual life. This will give us victory in our goal of going back to heaven. When we were born into this world, we were under the control of nature and our physical environment. Wherever we have been born, we have been influenced by these localities, manifested in our different attitudes. If we have not been awakened with a true objective or true purpose for our existence, we would have remained to be under their influence. So now that we have received Tao, then we have understood that we have found the true purpose of our existence in this world.
our problem in this physical body is that we have personal worries and we have negative emotions. For whatever reason, the problem is that we prioritize this physical self. This is the cause of all our problems in this life. If our attachment to the physical problems we cannot overcome, if we cannot transcend them, we will not be victorious in our spiritual life. Because this physical life is always pulling us downwards and creates a heavy burden for us to carry. If we are still being controlled with the five elements in this world, wood, water, fire, earth, and metal, our lives are still being attached to the influence of the external world. Because of this, we will not be able to transcend this physical life and move towards the spiritual world. Because of our attachments in this physical life, we always have desires, we always have dreams on how to be comfortable or, or to have a good life in this world. Thus, in our daily lives, we should be able to identify, we should be able to make clear to our own selves that we must get rid of our wicked deeds, our own bad habits, and our own excessive attachment to this physical world. By doing this, we can have a good direction in this life. So if we are able to transcend our physical senses, if we are able to get rid of our bad habits in the past lifetimes, we will be awakened to the true teaching of morality that every person ought to have. Therefore, we should do our best to live by the guidelines of right morality. We are the ones who are truly responsible to cause our own selves to rise to higher levels in our spiritual life. You must have heard the story of an emperor in China when he was not yet a king. He was just an ordinary farmer. He was the eldest child in their family. When his mother died, his father remarried. His stepmother had a child with his father. With this situation, he showed good attitude towards his stepmother and his stepbrother. However, his stepmother and stepbrother didn't show him the same good, good treatment he showed them. Nonetheless, he still remained the same and showed the proper behavior of a good child. He was obedient and loving to his father and to his stepmother, and he showed sincere love to his stepbrother. Since he was the eldest child, he did all the tasks in the farm. No matter how hard or how difficult his tasks were, he continued to fulfill his role as a good son and as a good brother. Through this behavior, he was able to touch the heart of heaven, that heaven sent him his much-needed help. The animals helped him in the farm. The birds helped him to take out the unwanted grass, while the elephant helped him to till the soil. Because of, he, because of his extreme kindness as a child, he became popular in the public eye until it reached the king himself. The king, who was named King Yao, since he understood the true virtue of Tsun, he greatly admired him. Out of this admiration, he gave his two daughters to be wedded to him. Even his own kingdom, 
King Yao gave this to Tsun. Because of Tsun's good relationship with others and his proper dealings with others, his kingdom has become well-governed. And when he passed away, there were many people who set up different establishments in memory of him. In the past, the following virtues, the filial piety of a child, the loyalty of the minister, were the reasons that people were able to succeed in their quest for sainthood. This is a concrete evidence that those who were able to go back to heaven, they all started as good children, and they were loyal to their required roles in life. By now we should be able to understand that a human being doesn't exist in this world to eat good food, to wear beautiful clothes, and to live in beautiful houses simply for the reason of having them out of vanity. This is not the true purpose for our existence. Our being a human being in this lifetime is for us to be able to pay the spiritual karma of our past lifetimes. If we are a parent, a father, or an elder, or whatever role that we have been given in this life, we should be able to fulfill our appropriate roles. We should be able to practice the following virtues. As a good child, we should be respectful to our parents. With siblings, there should be harmony. We should have sincere care for those younger than us. With our elders, we should show respect. The father should be righteous and should be able to handle the family properly. The wife should be able to follow and support her husband. And among friends, there should be trustworthiness. These are the standards that we should have as human beings with regard to our relationship with others. This is according to the right morality in Confucianism. If in the roles that we need to fulfill in our lives, these standards we were able to fulfill, according to our given circumstances. When we are able to follow these requirements, we have already fulfilled our spiritual responsibility. As a result, our lives will be peaceful. As we fulfill our roles in the task of morality as human beings, we ought to exceed this given standard by helping others. Through the help that we give, they will be able to succeed in their own lives. When people gather together, what should appropriately be, be discussed is the true mandate of the people. This means that we should be able to help each other, to awaken in each person his or her own individual mandate in his her, or her life. It should not be that in almost everything it is our own selves that always take priority. Our own concerns are always what we want to handle. We need to consider also the actions or tasks that will be beneficial to all. We should not only keep our own goals in our hearts. Thus, if we have the ability to help in the improvement of another person, if we have financial capacity to help others, then we should do so. Whether we can help physically or financially, we should do our best to be able to render these acts of service. Meanwhile, we have all been invited by another person to receive Tao. In return, we should be able to bring others to Tao so that they, too, can have the same chance that we had to receive the great Tao blessing. 
those of us who have our own difficulties in our lives, we should do our best to be able to raise ourselves amidst these difficulties. We should do our best that we are not swallowed by material and financial difficulties. It is not required for us to have physical abundance or blessings to help others. But whatever situation we are placed in, we can still render help to another person. For example, we can render spiritual help. Giving th this kind of help does not require any material or financial component for us to accomplish. When we cultivate, we should not give preference whether a person is rich or poor, or whether a person is a high standing in society, or whether he is in a humble position. The basis for true cultivation is what is inside our hearts. The real question is how we are able to perceive our own selves in our contribution or sacrificial offering to the Tao service. It should never be that our desire is only for ourselves, to be able to go back to heaven. But our heart should be for everyone that we have the opportunity to meet. We should be able to help as many people as we can to go back to heaven. In Tao, we are able to confidently express that we are the spokes people of heaven. In religions, this will be a rare chance. But in Tao, one has the right to be part of heaven's proclamation for people to awaken to their true selves and to be able to overcome their physical selves to go back to heaven. If now, we will strive to fix our lives, there will come a time in the future that we'll, we will also be in the category of the saints. The condition of success in going back to heaven is the same today as it was in the past. This standard has not changed. In the past, those who were able to succeed in achieving sainthood, they also became human beings, the same way that we are now. The only requirement is whether a person is patience and strong will to be able to succeed in this goal. The reason for success in this regard depends on the person's awakening about the purpose for his life's mission. And in fulfilling his mission, the important value is the offering of his inner self. These are the only standards. If we want to be able to go back to heaven and reach the level of sainthood, we need to be able to take this given direction. Now that we know that we have come from heaven where God is, then we should know that this is also where we should return. We should not go home towards hell because this is not our true origin. What we should know is that in this mission, we should be able to continue in the direction towards constant awakening on how we should live our lives according to what the Holy Teacher taught us. This is what we should do and what we should pass on to the succeeding generations. As we live our physical existence, we should be able to manifest or show the standard of the saints. Again, that during their human existence, the saints did the same things that we are doing right now. As I am still in the process of learning in my own Tao cultivation, what I wish for all of us is that we, 
we will be able to achieve success in our own lives. Thank you to Ong Lao, Transmitting Master, and all the Transmitting Masters who gave me the chance to learn with everyone tonight. Thank you also to our translators for tonight to also render their service. The topic for tonight is until this point. If I were lacking in my explanation, I ask forgiveness from the saints. I also hope that everyone will give me the generosity in what we have heard tonight. And thank you once again to everyone.